in our seventh and final session on verses 22 to 24, we begin our understanding of the as here, which defines the way husbands uh, should be the head of their wives. The husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church. We begin our understanding of this as, and then we'll discover by the way we begin that really the answer to this as here is found in verses 25 to 33. So don't despair that we don't touch on everything that you might wonder about in this as, because we're going to spend a lot of sessions on verses 25 to 33. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. So there's the as for the wife. As to the Lord, submit. And then here it is again. As the church submits to Christ, so wives should submit in everything to their husbands. And the, the ground for that in the middle, for these, these two commands, is for the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its Savior. So this as is the ground for these two. We have to understand how Christ is the head of the body as a model for the husband and how that perfect headship passes through this as to the husband's headship so that the wife will then know how to bring her life into accord with that. And probably even more important, the husband will know how not to overreach on his headship because it doesn't tally perfectly with Christ's headship. Father, as we tackle this, oh, give humility and courage and wisdom to us, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's review the meaning of Christ's headship over the church that we learned from chapter 1 and 4. Christ's headship over the church refers to his authority to guide the church from that text, Ephesians 1, 20-23, his fullness to supply all she needs, all the church needs, for life and growth from Ephesians 4, 15. And that supply includes the supply of protection, providing the protection of her from whatever would destroy her, and we saw that here in the word Savior. Now, let's add this. He is himself the church's perfect Savior, meaning he gives perfect leadership or guidance. He gives perfect supply, all supply, never lacking anything supply. He's infinitely full, and he gives perfect protection. 
Nothing gets through his protection that's not good for us. He's a perfect leader, a perfect supplier, a perfect protector, which means right away that this as has to be qualified, right? It does not mean, <laughs> therefore, the husband is not a perfect leader, not a perfect supplier, not a perfect protector. Why is he not? Why not? Because he is finite, right? Jesus is infinite in power to lead, infinite in wisdom to lead, infinite in resources to supply, infinite in strength to protect. The husband is none of those. He's not infinite, and he is sinful. Jesus is a sinless leader, a sinless supplier, a sinless protector, and the husband is a sinful person. So this as here has to be qualified in those ways. So here's the big question for which we're going to turn to the text that Paul provides in what follows. The big question, therefore, is what, what does leadership and supply or provision and protection from a sinner look like, from a finite husband look like? What does the finitude of the husband and the sinfulness of the husband do to his leadership and supply and protection? So I'm, I'm arguing that Paul did not say this in vain. He didn't say the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and there's no correspondence. <laughs> What's the point of saying it if there's no correspondence at all? No, no. Paul wants the husband to be a leader. He wants the husband to be a supplier. He wants the husband to be a protector, and he wants him to do it in a certain way. And so if we stop right here and say, well, what's the way? What is the answer to this question? The answer is verses 25 to 33, and it is an amazing answer. I mean, what Paul chooses to call attention to in the way a husband lives out his headship is absolutely stunning. It is so stunning that it has, it has contradicted every culture in the history of the world. It contradicts every abusive culture. It contradicts every egalitarian culture. It transforms leadership. It doesn't kill leadership. It transforms supply. It doesn't kill it. It transforms protection. It doesn't kill it. That's what we're going to look for in verses 25 to 33. We want an answer to what this headship actually looks like in leadership, supply, and protection, or whatever else it shows us, all the while realizing that the husband is finite and sinful. It's going to have a profoundly beautiful effect 
upon the relationship of woman and man in marriage as it works itself out.